three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, theys, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're having a great night, day, weekend, whenever you're checking this out. I've got a review for the Zachary uh, Wigan uh, directed film Sanctuary, which stars uh, Margaret Qualley and Christopher Abbott. So, this is going to be one of the shortest reviews I've ever done. Because, to be quite frank with y'all, I don't want to tell you a lot about this. I really want y'all to go ahead and discover most of this film uh, for yourself. So, I mentioned Zachary Wiggin. Uh, He went ahead and he was a writer on Homecoming, which was that uh, Janelle Monae uh, show uh, that was on for two seasons, I want to say, on a Prime Video. Heard it was pretty good. Never got around to it myself. But then he did a film called The Heart Machine back in 2014. And that's it. It's it's The Heart Machine 2014. It's Homecoming in 2020. And then it's Sanctuary. And Margaret Qualley, you know from quite a few things. You know, she's been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was in uh, Death Note. Back in 2017, she was in The Nice Guys. Um, She's been in quite a few things. And then Christopher Abbott, you know most likely from uh, Possessor, which, uh, shout out to my friend Brandon, I I need to watch that. I need to watch Possessor. I promised him I would at some point here in the next month. I probably will. But he was also in The Most Violent Year, which I think is a horribly underrated film uh, starring Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. So... Here's the thing about this movie. It feels like it's going to be about one thing, and then it ends up being about something else. So what I can tell you, because again, I'm going to be very not spoilery about this. uh, Christopher Abbott plays Hal, who is in a prominent position. And we find out that he, he has recently lost his dad. And so he is... He's next. He's the one who's going to go ahead and take over this empire. And Hal and Rebecca have this dominatrix relationship. That is what Rebecca is to Hal. And as things start to unravel throughout the night, we learn more about Hal and we learn more about Rebecca. And that is about all I can give you (laughs) without really spoiling things. And... What I appreciate about this movie in particular is not just the aforementioned, it starts off as one thing and then it evolves into something else, but I went into this cold, and I would really recommend that if you're going to watch this, that you don't watch the trailer. I know that sounds weird, but I would, I really think that your experience will be enhanced the less you know about this movie. Pretty much what I told you, that's all you need to know about it. And, and, and I'm saying that specifically uh, intentionally because there are so many surprises that await you. And there are things that had my jaw just, my mouth was just hanging open. I was like, what the hell? Really? You're doing this thing? 
one thing I have to give a ton of credit to uh, Zachary Wigan about is uh, the way that this is filmed. It's really filmed very similar to a to a two-person play, just two people vibing off each other, and this dialogue is razor sharp, written by uh, Michael Bloomberg, who went ahead and also has written, uh, uh, wrote uh, on uh, Creative Control back in 2015. He was also the creator and the co-writer on the aforementioned uh, Homecoming TV show, so that makes sense why they have that connection, but the dialogue in here, I, I found truly inspired. I was really just sitting there going, wow, this is this the way this cuts <laughs> this cuts through the skin a little bit as far as some things that Hal and Rebecca say about each other in the way that they their relationship, you know, as I mentioned, it is this dominatrix relationship. And then what it devolves or maybe evolves into you're just sitting there going whoa this is almost like jet lag uh, in the best way as far as the multiple directions that this goes ahead and takes it feels like a fever dream and i really mean that as a as a compliment because as hal is dra- uh, is dragged into these depths of despair by some of the things that rebecca says you're sitting there going okay i actually don't know how this is going to turn out and that's what I lo- that's one of the things I love about this is I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. The first 20 to 30 minutes I would say is definitely kind of almost like preheating the oven. You get some little some little things here and there, some little droplets and you're kind of sitting there going, "Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting." And once that first third is over, it's just kind of all hands on deck and this movie just starts hitting you with uppercuts and I I was texting I was texting uh, my uh, my this group chat that I that I run on Facebook uh, full of movie nerds such as myself and I was just flabbergasted and in awe of several points and things that occur as the film goes on that I went I love this like I might love this movie and the fact that it's so uncomfortable and the fact that they're there's some moral aspects that this film brings up that I went, this is interesting. That is something I'm actually going to have to think about because there's not a definitive answer. Like, why are you doing this? Okay, you're doing it because of this. And some of the things that are brought up in that first third, the way that they go ahead and loop back to these things, I went, that's really clever. And it seems like a thing that might just be throwaway. But everything that happens in this movie and every kind of little... I don't want to say nitpick, but every kind of little, little, a little, um, little droplet, every little kind of little uh, uh, breadcrumb that they leave, it's all done intentionally. And the more that the film went on, the more that the film just peels the layers back a little bit. Uh, to quote Shrek, it's like an onion. Uh, <laughs> this is very much an onion movie, in the sense that you are going to find things that you're just going to be surprised by but as the film goes on the film goes ahead and reveals more and what it reveals is freaking awesome where without spoiling too much i think the last 30 minutes of this movie obviously you can't say any film's perfect i i hate when people say that you know i i know i've said on here before but i think i i'd make the caveat of it's about as close to perfect as you can get 
for what this movie is and for where this movie ends up and for what the the moral kind of ends up being it's about as perfect as you can get and i was really finding myself sitting there i watched this a couple weeks ago and i i took one note to start the film and then i was just so enthralled i didn't take another note but i can still remember bits of dialogue that just made me go whoa okay and again where this ends up in particular it's it's shocking it's sweet uh it's a very sexy movie uh as as well i think the cinematography is so entrancing in the way that <laughs> it's so random but you y'all remember that uh you remember the mac day episode of it's always sunny where they're in the planetarium and they're all stoned it's very <laughs> it's very it's very entrancing in that way it's very atmospheric in that way this would be a great double feature with something like uh under the skin uh, where, you know, it's one of those movies where you you think it's going to be about one thing, as I mentioned, but it ends up being about something else. And I just, I adore this movie for the big swings that it takes. I adore this film for tackling su- a su- like this subject matter and fleshing it out the way that it does. I admire the absolute shit out of... Uh, Margaret Qualley and Christopher Abbott both. Uh, Margaret Qualley, there's a sinister nature to her and to Christopher Abbott that I actually found not just inspired, but genuinely terrifying at at points where I actually had to pause my viewing and kind of go, oh, oh, you're going there. Oh, you're saying this. I, I kept having that reaction and it never got old to me. And I have to give the movie so much credit for keeping me on the edge of my seat, literally at points, but also just giving me a movie that after I saw this, I saw this a couple weeks ago, like two or three weeks ago, even though it's been that long since I've seen it, there are still things and aspects of this movie that just stick with me. And I actually just want to get a, a physical copy of it because this is a neon production. And if you have, if y'all have listened to the podcast for a decent amount of time, you know how much I love a twenty-four and neon and just indie, you know, indie film in general. And this is such a awesome indie film that everyone should watch. This is currently on my best of uh, my top ten for this year. I, I absolutely adore this movie. I can't wait to watch it again. This will be something I end up watching with my partner at some point, and I'm sure she'll be just as what the fuck <laughs> about it as as I was watching it. But it would be a disservice for me to give it anything less than a fan fucking tastic. I think this movie rules. I think it's a movie that's going to stick with people. I think it's a movie that's going to make some people uncomfortable. And the movie does ask some some very interesting questions and. Whether you get the answers to all of them, that's an entirely different thing. But some of the swings and some of the notions that the film does put out there, as the audience, you do kind of sit back and go, huh, like, can I apply that to myself? Oh, God, am I, am I, am I Hal? Am I Rebecca? Oh, God. Like, it, it's a really fascinating film uh, for self-reflection as well. And I think this really is going to be something that, as we get closer to Oscar season, assuming the Oscars happen when they're supposed to, 
as we get closer to the Oscar season, I think you are going to see more people starting to discover this film and, and kind of be amazed by it. So this is a fan-fucking-tastic of the highest degree. I had so much fun with this movie. Can't wait to own it and go ahead and watch it again. But uh, Sanctuary, everyone, what did you think of it? Uh, let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and on Instagram and on uh, Letterboxd at uh, jhunter real pineapple that's r-e-e-l pineapple don't forget to follow me on tiktok you can follow me there at black shazam don't forget to like both our pages on facebook at the real pineapple that's r-e-e-l pineapple and real pineapple games uh, please don't forget to like share subscribe rate the show definitely helps us out you can find us on soundcloud apple google podcast podbean stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify amazon music tune up and Samsung podcast name a few at the Real Pineapple, and you can find all of our links at uh, linktr.ee/jhunterrealpineapple. That again is R E E L Pineapple. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, the show is going to be on a hiatus for the month of August, but I will have some pre-recorded stuff for y'all to go ahead and watch, including reviews of Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny, including a review of The Flash, and got some other stuff that I haven't uploaded yet that I really need to. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll talk to you soon.